Who you with? Rocket Crown. Who you with? Rocket Crown. Who you with? Get crack. Who you with? Hey. All right. Good morning, guys. Rise and shine. Rise and grind. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. All of that. We're here to get you up and moving, up and grooving, up and motivated. It's time to get your day started. Welcome back to the Rocket Crown Network. My name is Gayla Randall, and I am your host. What's up, y'all? Happy Easter, y'all. I hope everybody got the chance to go and attend service yesterday. I know in my church it was so, it was just refreshing. It was so emotional and it was just needed, especially the youth. They did a wonderful job, hands off to the youth department at my church. They really did a great job. But I do challenge you guys. I challenge that you don't just settle for going to church only on Easter or only on Christmas. I challenge that you start going regularly. You don't have to go every Sunday, but just go more than what you've been going and just watch the blessings that'll just pop up out of nowhere. You'll be like, oh, wow, where did this come from? Or I wasn't even expecting this. You know, it's just refreshing when you start to build that relationship with God. Whenever your problems come about, you don't got to turn to Uncle Joe or Aunt Sally because you already know who's in that problem with you and who can get you out of it. Um, I'm sorry, not been to preach. Just wanted to really express that because it seems like people only go to church these days when it's like a big, a big event going on or Easter, Christmas. And, you know, they like to take that picture, post it on the gram. And I mean, you're not fooling nobody. You're not fooling God. God knows that you're not giving him that same energy, that same effort that you give in social media or everything else going around in your life. So, why not give the person who's blessing you and waking you up and just providing you with all these new opportunities? Why not give him at least the little amount of time that he deserves? So go out there. I challenge you to just start going to church regularly, start reading your Bible, start praying, just start building that relationship with him and just watch the blessings that'll happen. You're going to be like, oh, yes, <laughs> I changed my life. <laughs> but yeah, for real, do that. Before we go any further, I have to say, if you have not already saw the Beachella Homecoming documentary on Netflix with Beyonce, you should definitely go and see it. And no, I'm not one of those, you know, I'm a part of the Beehive, but I'm not like the crazy Beehive fan members. But literally, like all of her concerts, people always ask me, why do you pay all that money for her concerts? Like, she's not even all that. And I'm like, well, until you've gone to one of her concerts, you literally could not understand she puts together every show every like she literally puts together the whole production she makes it an experience each and every time so I don't mind like paying that price because I know like what I'm getting in return is so much it's worth it no but seriously for those who haven't attended an HBCU or you know just haven't been able to or didn't choose to go to one from the start of the show to the end of the show, it literally gave you the exact feeling that you have while at the HBCU. Like, the culture, the experience, the the student life, <laughs> really, like, the band, everything, everything that she literally displayed in her show, it took me back. Like, I was up, excited. You would have thought I was the majorette, how I was dancing. But seriously, it was like an HBCU experience. And I feel like everybody should get that experience and should feel that, especially being African-Americans. It's about that time. It's about that time. 
It's five o'clock. Now I'm playing. <laughs> but it is about that time. Da 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 da. Monday motivator of the week. This week, our Monday motivator goes to the one and the only Robel Takare, aka my sunshine. Robel is 25 years old, born and raised in Oak Cliff, Texas, Triple D. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, um, two-time graduate of Texas Southern University. He has his bachelor's in health education and his master's in education. Yes, yes, yes. Here for it. He is the sole owner of the Flyer brand and the creator of the Flyer Kicks movement. Also a sneaker collector. Flyerkicks.com is, is an online store that specializes in streetwear as well as sneaker pre-orders, resale, and consignments. So I met Robel 2012, TSU, UAB. I don't, I don't even remember. No, yes, I do, because we were all moving in. And the people that I knew and I came to school with, we were all, like, they were cool with the takers. That was his group. <laughs> That's the group he was a part of. They was, y'all, they kickbacks, bruh, death. Um, and then, like, that first day, like, literally moving in, that's been my sunshine ever since. Like, literally, we do not talk every day. I can tell you that. Well, we talk recently because I've been buying shirts and stuff. But, like, we don't talk every day. But I know, like, as soon as I link up, like, for sure, sunshine. Like, he always has a smile on his face. He's like a little baby. He's like, oh, sunshine. But no, seriously, I am so, so proud of him and everything that, like, he's accomplishing. I see the big moves he's making. He has his own business, and we're always here supporting, uplifting, motivating, inspiring, and just pushing our build branders, our entrepreneurs out there because it is hard and it is tough, and we do have to work extra, extra hard to get to even – the bare minimum of where we want to be so i want to give a shout out to my sunshine and just let you know keep pushing keep grinding god is like he has so many great things in store for you as long as you keep your faith in him as long as you align your walk with your talk he's gonna like just pour out so many blessings that you won't even understand or know how to receive them so keep doing your thing of course when I get back to Houston you know we get in lit of course but until then keep doing your thing so today we will be talking about conflict resolution this is something that I struggle with I'm not gonna lie like Whenever something is really bothering me, I will never speak on it because I'm the type of person, if I feel like it's going to cause an issue or cause some type of outbreak or anything, I'd rather keep it to myself than like just, you know, start any type of anything. And I know that's not healthy, which is why I felt the need to bring this topic to some light and maybe be able to bless someone and help someone so that they can better their relationships, their friendships, whatever it is we can grow and effectively communicate without getting mad, without getting angry, without trying to fight. Like we're all too old for that. We're way too grown. We should be able to sit down, have a conversation and talk out what's really dealing, what's really bothering with us. Um, So yeah, this is something that I feel that a lot of people need to hear. So we're going to talk about conflict resolution. Conflict is absolutely normal. It's normal and it can even be really, really healthy depending on 
how you handle that situation. You can't expect two people to agree on everything. Everybody has different ideas, different morals, different beliefs. We see it. Like, just look at people on social media. We see everybody has certain things that are really important to them. And some people, it may not be that important to them, but that doesn't mean that you should make them feel any less just because you have two different ideas or you feel two different two separate different ways, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, we're here trying to break those barriers, trying to stop all this ugly, ugly, ugly back and forth arguing. Let me stop talking to them and let me pick and choose when I want to talk to them. No, let's stop all of that. Let's get to the root of the problem. Stop saying it's something when you know it's really something else. Let's get to the real root of the problem and let, let's address the real problem head on and talk about it. And be able to come up with a healthy solution that their side of the story is heard, but also, you know, my side is heard too. That's what conflict resolution is about. It's about everybody saying how they feel in a positive way, respectfully, and coming up with a solution that can help all parties involved, not just one side, everybody involved. So conflict can arise from multiple of different variables in the equation. So it can range from differences in opinions, um, a disagreement over values, motivations, perceptions, ideas, desires. Um, it can even trigger from like a deep personal relationship at the core that, you know, you really want to talk about, but you really don't want to talk about because you're scared of what can happen if you talk about it. But Keeping all of that bottled down deep inside, it only tears you like at the core. It's only going to make you get to the point where you have you feel that you have to just outburst what's going on. And you can't expect people to know what's really wrong if you're not actually letting them know what's going on. Nobody can read minds. Like I tell my niece and nephew, like, because, you know, my niece and nephew, sometimes, you know, they call me a bulliator. And I'm like, okay, so wh why are you really upset? And I have to really just kind of keep asking for them to really, really tell me what's going on because I'm either three and four, four and five. So, you know, what do you expect? But, and sometimes some of us, when it comes to conflict resolution, we're immature in that, in that situation as well. So we don't know how to really say what's going on. We just go back to the first thing that pops up in our mind. So we have to really recognize the true, 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 deep core feelings of the real issue. Because if you're, if people are asking you what's going on, what's wrong, what's wrong, and if you're saying nothing or saying that it's really one thing, but you know deep down you felt some type of way about when they did this to you six months ago, just tell them like it's about to be a whole year later. You're the one that's walking around with that bottle deep down inside. When you could have talked to them six months ago, let them know how you feel up front. And y'all could have probably worked it out and like moved forward towards that. But now you're on a delayed schedule. You're feeling some type of way. Anything they do irritates you at this point. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. So we have to recognize the true conflict, the core conflict of what's really going on. And we have to start there. Okay, so I have a few steps that you can use whenever like an issue or a problem comes about. Just kind of think about these things when it comes to responding to the problem or, or whatever you're faced with. So first, you have to manage your stress while remaining alert and calm. So some people automatically, whenever something happens, that you know, they automatically go to turn up mode. That's when they go to 20, everybody else on two, and they just all the way up there. So you have to stay calm and you have so that you can accurately read and interpret the nonverbal and verbal communications because body language, 
you know, gestures, voice, like everything plays a part in communicating. So if you're yelling and you're you're waving your hands back and forth and it looks like you're causing a scene, like you're not effectively trying to resolve the conflict because you're just adding more fuel to the fire. So first you need to calm down, step back, calm down, little hot chili pepper, calm down. It's okay. You don't have to be loud this one time. You don't have to have your voice heard first this one time. Like, just calm down. Next, you have to control your emotions and your behavior. When you're really in control of your emotions, you can communicate without having to threaten, without having, you know, to frighten people or punish or make people feel smaller than what they really are. Whenever, like, you're in control of your true feelings and your emotions and your behaviors, you don't have to turn to violent sources because you know how to effectively talk about it and, you know, effectively communicate it without having to result or making them feel less of a person than what they are. Then you have to pay attention to the feelings being expressed. Now, this is a tricky one because not only do you have to pay attention to pay attention to your feelings, you have to pay attention to the other party um, feelings involved. So just because you feel strongly one way, that person feels strongly about in a certain way as well. So... If you're giving, if they give you the same respect and they're letting you say exactly how you feel, the same respect they give you, you have to give that in return. You have to let them say exactly how they feel. Let them express exactly why they feel that way about something or, you know, whatever it is that's going on. You have to allow each other to express freely without interruptions, without distractions, without cutting somebody off. Like, it's not your turn to talk. You're going to get your chance, but let the other person go first. And lastly, we have to be aware and respectful of differences. So, of course, you're not going to agree on the same thing. I mean, there are literally different beliefs, different ideas, different, just different things out there in the world. So, of course, nobody, we're not expecting anybody to just automatically like, oh, yeah, you have to agree with everything I say. No, all we're saying is agree to disagree. Just because you don't agree with that way doesn't mean that that person shouldn't agree with that way. And just because you agree with some way doesn't mean that person should agree with it as well. So just be aware and just be respectful of the differences because everybody's not going to like the same thing. Everybody's not going to want to do the same thing. And everybody's not going to want to be around the same people. You just have to respect the differences and just agree to disagree and be like, you know what? At first, I wasn't as knowledgeable on this topic, but after, you know, speaking with you, I see why you feel so strongly about it. Not saying I agree with it 100%, but I can agree with some of the values and, you know, some of the things you agree in the situation. And that's all it takes sometimes. Conflict resolution is really, really, really important. And it's something we should take more, you know, take more seriously we don't want to, you know, start to have families and pass those same things down to our children and their children. We have to stop, you know, the bad, you know, the ways we used to react to conflict, the ways that we used to deal with conflict. We have to channel that into something positive. We have to change that into something positive. Conflict does, I mean, we, we can't avoid conflict. Conflict is going to happen no matter where you go, whether it's at work, whether it's at church, especially at church, no matter where you are, conflict is going to happen. You absolutely can't avoid it. How we react, how we respond, how we move from the conflict is what matters most. We have to remember that whenever we're able to sit down and discuss and actively engage in conversation and, you know, be able to say how each other feel like each other's opinions and how each other feel about certain situations, 
that's when we're able to have healthy relationships and healthy friendships and be able to resolve all the conflict that may arise in any situation at work, church, school, home, wherever you are, we have to move towards healthy relationships, healthy conflict resolutions, healthy um, healthy situations. We got to talk it out, y'all. Whenever it's a problem, like don't, if something's really bothering you, don't let it hang on to next week. Don't let it hang on to next, like just say what's really going on. Talk about it. Tell them why you feel that way. So for this week's challenge, I challenge each and every one of you guys, whenever a problem comes about, whenever something happens that that's out of your control, I challenge you to take these steps that, you know, we talked about today. Take those steps and apply it to your life and apply it to that situation and just watch and see how much of a difference the outcome is versus the way you used to handle conflict before. It's more refreshing. It's like, okay. That felt good to be able to talk out a problem instead of keeping it bottled in. It's so therapeutic. You'd just be surprised. So this week, I challenge each and every one of you. Don't stop it yourself. Tell your spouses, tell your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your cousins, your uncles, your sisters, brothers, everybody. Tell them to channel that that different aggression, how we used to channel, how we used to channel and react to conflict. Channel that into something different. Let's Make it something more positive. Let's use these steps that we learned today and see how the outcome can be more refreshing and more positive versus the way we used to be. That's your challenge for today. I really, really, really hope that it's successful. I think that you guys will absolutely love the feeling, love the gratitude that you feel after you know being able to resolve something. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's just me because this is something I really, really deal with hard and it's something that I'm starting and trying to move past and, you know, grow and better myself in so that I can continue to grow and build and have healthy relationships. That's what I'm all about. That's what I'm all about.